Connor, Ben and Sharon. Here we go, Monday afternoon. It's great to have you with us because this afternoon, if you get on our show, you go on the draw to win return flights to Kota Kinabalu, Malaysia with Air Asia. Now, I'm not going to pull back the curtain too much, but Ben spent six to maybe eight minutes rehearsing <laughs> rehearsing that, and you nailed it. I was Googling how to put... Kota Kinabalu, you yeah. nailed it. Well, thank you very much. I hope, I, I hope I've done that correctly. Rolled so. off the tongue like you'd been there before, <laughs> man. Well, it seems like a lovely place. It's got mountains, it's got beaches, it's got a tropical river. Yeah, I've done my research. We've got mountains and beaches. Yeah, I know, but not Did like this. <laughs> They've got better, far superior mountains and beaches. Higher mountains. More picturesque beaches. Yeah. Kota Kinabalu. <laughs> Hashtag no filter. Well, exciting show coming up, Ben. Because we've started a business. Uh, yeah, we've trademarked it with the... Uh, the office, the registry office, haven't we? Have we? Remember we tried to once, Ben and me tried to trademark Jono and Ben? Yeah. And that backfired big time. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out MediaWorks own <laughs> quite a lot of us. Remember that? It's definitely we, pulling back the curtain there, Joey. <laughs> we did it, and jeez, the lawyers were not happy. <laughs> They're like, who tried to trademark that? Uh, yeah, well, uh, us. I think I even got to the... I got in so deep where I trademarked, like, John Owen Ben coffee cups and mugs and merch. Like, we had it all covered. <laughs> not that we're ever going to do any merch. It was just in case we wanted to get to the coffee cup industry, Ben. Anyway, this, you don't need to hear about our ongoing legal problems. <laughs> Next, we have started a business. We'll tell you what it is shortly. Uh, it is The Edge, John Ben and Sharon. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Uh, very excited, aren't we? Because we've started a business. Thanks to you, you guys came up with the idea. We'll bring you up to speed if this is the first you're hearing of it. So I reckon people started a moving company where you just um, got public transport to move your gears for you and you would just be the workers that just chucked it all on the on the public transport. Welcome to Harvey's Real Estate. You're speaking with Trina. We partner up with you and your real estate firm. You sell a house and you go, hey guys, just so you know, we've got this fantastic, reliable moving company who can move all of your shit on public transport <laughs> from one house to another. <laughs> Tarina, I don't want to put words in your mouth. It's called synergy. Sounds dodgy. <laughs> no, the word was synergy. Oh, sorry. But yeah, sounds like something Harvey's could look at. Yeah, is this something that you'd like to invest in? I'm going to name a figure. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to name a figure. Are you doing that, Jono? Okay, $295,000. I was thinking something more along the lines of 10K. Oh, 10K, okay. Right. We can work with 10K, I think. So you'll give us $10,000? We sure will. To just wow. do whatever we want? Anything you want. So it's happening. We've got a moving company that moves uh, items just by public transport. Yeah, and thanks to Harvey's Real Estate, who's invested the $10,000 to help us launch the world's first moving company on public transport. And actually, we're on the lookout for someone who's willing to be our first client. If you're moving in the next week or so and willing to be a guinea pig in our little experiment, then head to the edge.co.nz's win section right now and register. So we're going to use nothing but public transport. Um, and you see some weird stuff on public transport, and uh, public transport is about to see a Queen's size bed and probably a set of drawers <laughs> maybe a dining room table yeah. what's the funniest thing you've witnessed on public transport I remember uh, for school we used to have to catch the bus back and forth and then one of uh, one of the students uh, decided to uh, press his uh, bum cheeks up against the window as is customary in many uh, schools around the country it right? Is, yeah, yeah. Like, so it was, it was a bit of light butt cheek you know butt cheek banter and uh, the bus driver saw this was not happy and dropped him off in a very rough part of town. Just what? Just pulled the bus over. How, how old was the kid? No, oh, he was 13, 14. 
Okay, jeez. Old enough to know his lesson. Still like, get out. Like, okay. <laughs> Kicked his ass out of the bus. Kicked his bare ass out of the bus. Producer Dan, have you seen anything random on a, on a bus? No, not really. I was once on in a bus crash. I used really? to catch it. Like, John, I used to catch the bus to school. Shaw's buses, they used to be called. And the, the bus. S-H-A-W-S. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? No, I remember the Shaw. Yeah. They're always a bit battler, those yeah, buses. Yeah, they were so old. They were like from like the 1950s. Oh, oh, always looked like yeah. they could have collapsed at any moment. Oh, God, they were rickety old things. And, the, and we used to go down this massive big hill on the way to school and at one time it lost its brakes one of the buses and the bus driver I just remember the bus driver going hold on kids I lost my brakes <laughs> hold on kids <laughs> and we had, to, we had to like why was he from like South America uh, Southern America <laughs> where did you go to school Alabama <laughs> but anyway he had to drive it into a bank and we all got mileage. <laughs> hold on kids we're going head first into a bank <laughs> he had to be like slowly gradually just drove it into a side great, of a bank great driving from the um, yeah great driving yeah. Yeah. only lost five kids that day not a bad <laughs> not a bad record let's yeah. throw it out there bus banter yeah. uh, what have you seen on a bus what's happened to you on a bus hi so I was on an intercity bus and we were driving through Rotorua and we hit someone oh my goodness wow yeah were they alright yeah, they were fine, but they walked out in front of a bus because their dog ran out on the road. Oh, my oh, goodness. Well, That's very traumatic for them and everyone on the bus as well, right? Yeah, Including we, the poor bus, the bus driver. Yeah, the bus got delayed for four hours because we all had to get spoken to by the police. Oh, my gosh. Well, we couldn't have started this topic on a more chirpier note. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm, I'm hope, hopefully the person was all right. No, they were fine. They were fine. Oh, good, good. The next day saying that they were, they were all good. Oh, well, that's good to know. So, so you know if they had clean underwear on, because that's what my mum always said. If you get hit by a bus, <laughs> for some reason, she was like, you had to wear clean underwear. That was her thing. I, I was like, oh, it seems I a weird... I they would have. Yeah. <laughs> seems but a weird thing. Surely that should just be a, a goal for life every day, yeah. to have clean underpants <laughs> what on. What if you hit exactly, by a bus? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, then I probably won't have clean underwear if I'm hit by a bus. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that generation always so fixated with the cleanliness of your underwear. <laughs> they are, aren't they? they? Well, I don't know why. No. It seems like a thing. Keep you clean underwear? Do you run, do you run, a, do your mother run a clean underwear operation? <laughs> what does that mean? I'm just asking. <laughs> it feels like you're going to go into a, a, mum, a joke about my mum. Hey, I'm, I'm above that, Ben. <laughs> okay. I'm above that. Because every time I've seen them. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Megan, welcome. Welcome to Bus Banter. Oh. I feel like we've been put on hold. What's the whole music? <laughs> hey, Megan. Hey, sorry. I, I know we put you on hold, but you didn't have to get us back by putting us on hold. Sorry. <laughs> it was lovely music, lovely acoustic sort of country music. <laughs> we're, we're, I'm doing the sneaky at work. Oh, you're doing a sneaky at work. Okay, well, let's not, yeah. let, let's not say where you were, but tell us your bus banter. Um, okay, so I was on the school bus about 10 years ago and we were pulling up to the lights and we all sort of stopped and someone noticed that the car next to us at the lights was sort of rocking and making odd noises and we all ran over and the guy was at the lights having a... Waking oh, himself up. Wow. Waking himself up. Oh, I see. Yeah, um, yeah okay. <laughs> Why was it so ferocious? The car was rocking back and forth. I don't know. I think he was quite enjoying it. Wow. It must be his morning routine. and his coffee in the other hand, and oh, he was just okay. going for it. All right. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, you don't want to mix that up, too. <laughs> no. <laughs> no coffee in your... That's a dangerous game, too, with a coffee <laughs> in you. Definitely, definitely a way to... <laughs> Gee, I mean, he was dicing with danger, not only doing it in his car, but then having a steaming hot cup of coffee <laughs> next to him. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no. Well, well, you need something to stir your sugar, don't you? There you go. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Megan. Oh, Appreciate it. A bit of cream. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Oh, she's go. gone. John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Today, we're with our old mate, Shaz, who's coming back uh, very shortly from maternity leave, and we're getting some photos taken for... Uh, for the edge, you know, we like to update photos to see how much how how much older we've got in the past twelve months. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, this job is taking its toll on my face. Uh, but Shaz joins us on the phone right now. How's it going, Shaz? Aloha. We uh, like I do feel like looking at my photos. I am like a uh, before shot for an elderly wrinkle cream or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, bro, you are the after shot <laughs> of a gorgeous looking eighty year old man who's had a very hard life. <laughs> Thank you, Sharon. Thank you, <laughs> Sharon. You uh, mentioned something today about your dog Warren G. Please treat carefully and respectfully. Oh, okay, yeah, because Warren, as we talked about on the uh, on the show, firstly a, a, a female dog riddled with health problems. Okay, not everyone's a picture of perfect health, Jonathan. Let's not throw stones in a glass house. Okay, but your dog, so your dog's been uh, at the vet <laughs> with an inflamed... Uh, a nurse. A, a, an inflamed bottom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so here's what happened, guys. Over the weekend, I was uh, rubbing my dog's tummy, and I thought, I do not remember that nipple being there. And so then I started Googling dog skin cancer, and I was like, oh, no, the dog's definitely got skin cancer. Then she was standing somewhere else, and I noticed that she had a lump like on her butt. And I was like, oh, no, the, dog, the dog's definitely got skin cancer. And I was being very upset about it, and I was saying to Bryce, if she's got skin cancer, like, we need to spend whatever it takes to make sure she's all right. Like, if it's, like, 20, 30 grand, we're going to have to just figure it out, get a loan or something. And Bryce is looking at me like, what's the limit? And I'm like, a million dollars. A million dollars is what I would spend to fix my dog. You would spend a million dollars to fix your dog? I, See, would, this... I honestly would try... I would honestly, all the money in the world, if it means that she doesn't die. Okay, I'd, I'd go... I'd go... Three thousand dollars tops. But you but see you don't oh. have, you don't have the dog though, John. I see you're looking from the outside in. When you when you look at these the people love it's like a but having, they're replaceable. They are replaceable. But it's like having a family oh. it's a fat member of the family, right, Shaz? How dare you? No, it is I'll buy you a new Warren G for Christmas. If you lose Warren G, I will no, buy you a new it's one not for the Christmas. Same. She's a person. She's a dog person. She's <laughs> this is where it gets weird. She's very cute. She's a part of our family. She's my first child. I love her as much as I love Tyson. There is no way. I, I would go to the end of the earth to save Warren G. Now, thankfully... Yeah, hold on. You just said you loved your dog as much as you love your baby. Yeah. No, what? That's what? what? I, 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 yeah. I hear Sharon. She's I know. Like she's like my firstborn child. Are you kidding me? I'm gonna have to take. I'm gonna have, have to take grievance leave or something if anything ever happened to her. I'm just surprised Sharon Casey birthing a dog wasn't on the odd stuff section of <laughs> stuff talking about NZ. We'll get to that later. <laughs> okay. Here's the question: 0800 the Edge. What is the most you've spent on fixing your animals? Yes, because because <gasps> people like um like Sharon and like myself, they're part of the family. You'd spend as much as it was a take to to, to fix the animal. The most, the most we've spent, um, thank goodness for, um, like, praise Beyonce for pet insurance because uh, the most we've had to spend on her um, was $13,000. Oh, my God. 13 grand. <laughs> 
I would have sacrificed and eaten two-minute noodles the rest of my life to save her. Uh, ben, okay, Ben, you're being a, uh, you know, very frugal with your money. What's the most you're going to spend on fixing your dog, Bo? Oh, a, like, I'm, I'm kind of with Sharon. Like, I would I'd make, you know, he's part of the family. $30,000. Oh, well, that hurts, but it's... <laughs> $30,000. Know, Benjamin. I'd, I'd have to try and find the money for that. Okay. Would, oh, really? It's, it's, well, you know, like, it's... Oh, oh okay. It's, yeah. Oh, wait, under the edge of the number, the most you've spent on fixing your pet shares. Thank you very much. You have a lovely day. Enjoy. Gemma, the most amount of money you spent on your loved one? It was $700, uh, not $700, $1,700 on a pet turtle, and it ended up dying anyway. Oh, gee, see, this is the problem. You invest it in them, and then they could be gone the next week. They could walk over the road, be hit by a car. You know, turtles yeah. are always crossing the road. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Did you ever think of that? So maybe the Ninja Turtles. I could have brought five more with the amount I spent on it. Wasn't, was it, um, turtles meant to live for years and years? Yeah, apparently not this one. <laughs> see, that's, I, I, some, I can see it with dogs. Dogs are yeah. like, they're lovable, they've got personalities. Cats, yeah, they have little, some, huh? little less so. Okay. But turtles, you just, you never really know a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> what, love does no, a tur- what love does a turtle give back to you? Well, it was a classroom pet, so had to try. Oh, good on you, Gemma. What a lovely lady and uh, what a horrible investment. <laughs> <laughs> Fixing yeah, that turtle. Not, not a proud of it. Oh, I love your work though, Gemma. You have a great day. Uh, James, what's the most you spent on your pet? Um, we spent 18000 on my dog, Sticky. 18000 That's it? That's, that's a lot. Getting, they're getting up there. But that's I understand. A ha- that's a house deposit. Yeah, it is. Um, so, uh, we lost them and we spent about ten grand on Auckland Sunday Herald adverts. Oh, right, so you went to that, oh, and did it work? Um, yeah, it did. We ended up finding him, gave him about a $5,000 reward. Wow. Jeez, there was a lot in marketing there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of marketing budget in the lost and found Oh, good. I didn't go, and yeah. the dog's still around? He is, yeah. It's actually, I'm actually majoring in marketing. So that was my idea. Oh, well, it paid dividends. So who, who bankrolled that? Was it your parents? Um, yeah, it was my old man. This would have been far better if you had uh, taken out an advertising schedule on the edge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, we thought about getting the radio involved. We just didn't think you guys had a big enough audience. <laughs> oh, 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 shots fired. Ouch. And you know what? You're right. <laughs> if you've no, seen the thought, latest results, thought, you're dead right. <laughs> we thought the Herald would be, would be a better target. Yeah, okay, yeah right. well, okay. Yeah, right. You spent your money wisely. <laughs> kind of bummed, bummed us out a little bit there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I listen every day, though. I listen oh, every day. There's, there's one. <laughs> yeah, we, just, yeah we, we may be only be doing a show for James, but we love we, we do the best show we can for you, buddy. Oh, thanks, guys. You have a good day. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Appreciate it. Zoe, the most you've spent on fixing your pet? Um, okay, so it wasn't my pet, but it was my mum's dogs. And there was, so there was two of them. The first one she spent, I think it was like seven or eight grand. And the second one she spent about, it's up to 10 grand at the moment, but he's still alive, so who knows? So collectively she's topped 20K pretty much. Probably, yeah. Well, okay, there's actually more to it though, right? She lives in Invercargill and every vet visit she'd drive up to Christchurch because apparently they're better vets. So how long's that drive? Oh, like... That's about three, that's about four or five hours, isn't it, from Invercargill to Christchurch? No, it's like seven. That's a big haul, yeah, right. And then, and then this dog we've still got now, um, his latest surgery was in Palmerston North. She drove all the way up to Palmerston North. She took like two weeks off work. See, there, wow. has, there has to be a reality check no, at some stage. No, that's... Where do you draw the line? Well, that, that's... I know. I was trying to say to her, I was like, Mum, look, you know, I love him too, but 
you know, like maybe it's just time to let him go. And she's like, no. Oh, my gosh. Animals can give you that part of the family. Can we call your mum? Oh, my God, no. She'd not be happy if she found out. <laughs> she'd not be happy if she knew right now I was on Nationwide Radio telling the story. <laughs> it's only no. for James anyway. James is a, Only James is going to hear it. <laughs> you have a wonderful day, Zoe. You sound like a great person. Keep up your good attitude. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Something I've noticed working with you, Jono, yeah. is... Um, great guy. And well, you're a great guy. Gives to charity. Charitable guy. Uh, I haven't really noticed that. If you do that, you do that privately because you don't want attention. <laughs> Handsome. <laughs> yeah, all those things and more. Uh, but I've noticed that you... Great body. Uh, you remember phone numbers. Like, these are phone numbers that probably you were calling five years ago on the radio. I do remember phone numbers, but not just any phone numbers. New Zealand celebrity phone numbers. Right, so that what we're going to do now is a little game. You t- you say who you think you know mm. is their number, okay. and we'll call them and see if that's their number. Okay, I can, I can get you John Campbell. John Campbell? Yeah. Here we go. Bang. I don't know why I remember John Campbell's number. Hello, this is John speaking. Sorry, I couldn't take wow, it. Wow, John Campbell. Message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Cheers, From bye. John Campbell Live. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's impressive. Who okay. else do you remember? Do you like Simon Barnett? Yeah, I love Simon Barnett. Okay, well, who doesn't? Trick question. Who doesn't love Simon Barnett? You're going to be a savage if you say no to that answer. I'll call you Simon Barnett. Here we go. What are you, when did you ever call him? Simon Barnett. Like, I've been working on the radio with you for many years. Mm. I don't think we've... Well, maybe once. Hello. Simon. Hello. Hi, oh, is that Simon? No. No. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Simon Barnett. Okay. Is it Simon Barnett? No. Okay. <laughs> okay, right. Who's this? <laughs> Who's this? Oh, they might have hung up oh, on they've us. Gone, they've okay. gone. I wonder who that was. <laughs> you reckon that was someone famous? <laughs> so you like you almost remember a lot of numbers. Oh. You got John Campbell's. What about Guy Williams? We've worked with Guy Williams for many years. Yeah, okay. I'll try Guy Williams. And listen, I don't I you see this is a special talent. I'm not, I'm not really displaying special talents. I'll try Guy Williams. Well, so far, your special talent is remembering John Campbell's phone number. <laughs> you look like a stalker of John Campbell. Not much. <laughs> not much of a special talent. Hey, Duncan. Hello. Hello. Is that guy? Wrong number, sorry, mate. Oh, who's this? It's, I thought you were from Duncan Garner. Oh, that was Duncan Garner. <laughs> <laughs> Should we call Duncan Garner back? <laughs> Did I tell you my other talent was remembering Duncan's Garner, Duncan Garner's number, but not remembering that it was Duncan Garner? <laughs> Duncan Garner from the AM show. Well, can I just confirm that it was him? No, I think he's in Duncan. I'll call him back. So, so far, you can you can remember MediaWorks employees. Um, <laughs> don't now call, he's not answering. Don't call him. Don't call him. No, he's not. <laughs> Thank God he's not answering. Well, to be fair, you've thrown me under the bus here. Oh, okay. Saying I had a special talent. You don't. No. Well, you, you almost do. It's almost yeah, well, a special Well, I've got John Campbell's number in my head. Uh, I thought I had Simon Barnier's number. It was just some other dude's number. And if you want to ring Guy Williams, um, you'll get Duncan Garner <laughs> from the AM show. Well done, Jono. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Okay, funny, funny interaction at the fish and chip shop on Friday night. Fish or Fridays? Fish and chip Friday. Your favourite thing about Fridays, right? I thought it would be a great business starting up a fish and chip shop called Bosch and Chops. It probably exists. Bosch and Chops. I reckon it exists. Do you want me to Google it? Yeah, Google Bosch and Chops because it's fun to say. Yes. Uh, Yes, Hamilton.
Well done, guys. Hamilton. Grey take, Street Hamilton. There you go. Take my hat off to you. Fush and chops. There you go. That's what it's called. Fush and chop. That's what it's called. I was at the fish and chip shop, and uh, a lot of people waiting around for their orders and whatnot. Mm. And this lady comes up to me, and uh, she's like, Hi! Hug, kiss on both cheeks. Not just the one. Did right. the European kiss on both yeah. cheeks. And at this stage, are you thinking, I know this person? Oh, oh, clearly. <laughs> if someone's gone in for a hug, double kiss yeah. on both cheeks, you yeah. definitely... And, but it wasn't so much kissing the cheek, it was more just banging of cheeks. Yeah, you know, you never kiss in that situation. No. It's just like a light no, and gentle yeah. banging of cheeks. So, and then she backs off, she's like, how you been? And I was like, oh, I'm good, just same old stuff, you know, just... You know, plotting Were you trying on. to work out how you knew them? Yeah, yeah. And then she was like, oh, we've been missing you. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then she's like, I've, I've left. And I was like, oh, have you? She's like, yeah, you know. You know, it was time for me to move on. And I was like, it was. well, it was. You know? <laughs> so you're uh, just going along with this rather than going, oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, and so she continues. She's like, yeah. And I was like, well, so what are you going to do with yourself? And she's like, well, you know my love of books. And I was like, I do know your love of books. <laughs> there's one thing like, I know about you. It's your love like, of books. She's like, I thought I might write a book. And I was like, what a great thing to sink <laughs> you your teeth that. Yeah, you go and do that. This love it sounds like so far, lovely, lovely interaction, even yeah. the, despite the fact that you probably don't know who the person was. Yeah, and then, so she then goes to me, how have you been? And I was like, oh, good, I'm still... <laughs> you know me. <laughs> <laughs> you, know me. It's like, you, it's, you know me. I was like, I'm still at the edge. And then she had this look, <laughs> look of horror on her face of like, oh, dear God, I don't know this person. <laughs> but I've spilled, like I've given a very shortened, I've given a shortened version of the conversation. We went deep. We went right, deep. Right. Well, we got into how's the family, how's her husband been? He's All been right. a bit ill, but he's a bit better now. Oh, that's good. good um, she's thinking of selling the house, but as I knew, she was renovating, <laughs> so she's stuck in there for the long run. And so she had this look of like, oh, dear God, I don't know this man. At this point, we were both too polite to pull out of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so you both left. No, no, no. We said we continued on the conversation. Oh, until I your flush and chops arrived. Yeah, I knew what she was thinking. I was just thinking, please, just can this order arrive now? <laughs> and she's like, oh, so um, oh, so my renovations have been going well. And I was like, oh, good. What did you end up doing? And we just continued this conversation. <laughs> like old friends. And we both knew that <laughs> we didn't know each other. In, in your heart of hearts, you both knew. I tell you, the fish and chips arrived three minutes later, but that felt like three hours. <laughs> Ad-libbing banter with a person you don't know, but pretending that you do know each other. John o, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Yesterday was the Queen's birthday, 92 years old. Here's a question for you. Hey, far away, mate. Why do we have Queen's birthday in June? We get a day off, lovely. Yeah. They thank you, Queen Elizabeth. Thank Lovely. you. Thanks, Queen. Queen Liz, baby. Um, Thanks, Lizzie. But why do we have that in June when her birthday's in April? I think, I think yes. it's, um, <laughs> it's something I just Googled, but I'm making it sound like I'm <laughs> making you? this up the top of my head. Because I said we are going to talk about Queen's birthday. <laughs> I think, but then I've ruined it now because I need to look at the screen. Uh, the day's been celebrated. But I th- from the top of my head, the day's been celebrated since, I think, 1788. Oh, right. Is that what you think? You might want to fact check that. 1788? Uh, and it was actually uh, the king's birthday uh, after Arthur Philip declared a uh, holiday to mark the birthday of King wow, of Great Britain. Wow, this just coming off the top of your head. And until 1936, did you know this, was actually held on the actual birthday of the uh, of the monarch. But after King George uh, V died, uh, it was decided to keep the date on the second Monday in June. Well, there we go. Okay. Well, that's very, just very off handy. the top of my just head. Just off the top of my head. That's very, it's amazing very... what you retain, isn't it? It's amazing what information you actually retain. So happy birthday, Lizzie. Yeah. Love you, babes. The um, 
Do you know? Do you see the photo of the oldest lady in the world passed away? Oh yeah, I saw that. One hundred and seventeen years sad. old. You seen her photo? No. She looked dead. Well, she she looked like why would you want to live past ninety five? Why would you want to live past a hundred? It was like those last seventeen years. Yeah. She must have been going. Oh man, I should have voted David Seymour. <laughs> That's a political joke for you. <laughs> he would, he would, he would end this all for me. Oh, you know, like it was like, what are the last? What she does? She's just sitting there looking like her eyes are basically puffed up shut. Oh really? She can't do anything. Yeah, I'll show you a photo of her. I want to get your initial reaction. Oh no, I don't. No. Well, no, it's sad. I find it sad. This. What do you find it sad? She's had a bloody great innings. <laughs> she has actually. You're right. Like, if anything, she had too much of an innings. <laughs> <laughs> she should have. Yeah, I guess so. You're she right. She should have declared at 99. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see what, yeah, I see what you mean. It's, yeah. And that's 17 years too many. Yeah, yeah. But good on it. Look, she's like sucking her thumb and stuff there. Yeah, it's probably, yeah. With her eyes glued shut. Poor thing, though. Like, she's sort of, why is she chewing on her thumb? Why is she know, chewing on know. her thumb in that video? I don't know. I think when you get, you can do what you want. Once it gets past 100, <laughs> you get a letter from the Queen and you video, do what you want. She's like, Oh, the, the, this video, she's sort of eating food, but she's guessing where her mouth is and just kind of <laughs> oh, throwing it. Thing. Just just put her, lived a hell of a life. So she's, well, put yeah. her, she's put her, th- she just, she just keeps sucking her thumb. <laughs> What's that, Dan? Why are all the oldest people always Chinese? Japanese. She's Japanese. Japanese. But why are they always in the Asian? Very, very healthy lifestyle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good on them. Because you never see, you never see like someone the oldest person in the world. They're never like a you know European person. Pretty good if you're 178. Listen, if she was in my family, I'd be very proud. I'd be saying. Look at my thumb-sucking 170 year Yeah, well, yeah. The, the I love it to pieces. World record holder, isn't she? Um, yeah. So well, we thought we'd throw it out there this afternoon. Are we doing this? Well, what's your family's claim to fame? This, this is good. It doesn't have to be, like, obviously the oldest, the oldest, because that's that's that lady. Um, but what yeah, what has your family done that no one else has done? What yeah. do you say when you're like, oh, I'm from I'm the Boyce family and we... Managed to escape masterdom. <laughs> yeah, that's our claim to fame. <laughs> it was a hell of a day. <laughs> and they'll be like, well done. <laughs> well done. 3343 is a text 0800 The Edge. What's your family's claim to fame? Your dad has a claim to fame that he probably could make a connection to everyone in New Zealand. Yes, he's if very you talk good to at him that. long enough. He's very good at that. On Friday, uh, he had a selfie with Brooklyn Beckham, <laughs> your dad, who's on a uh, old person's contiki through America. Oh, I then ended up on some Brooklyn Beckham um, Instagram fan page as well, too. They're taking the image. From my Insta story, and then put it up on there. I was like, "Geez, they've gone to a lot Kevin of work." Kevin Boyce, yeah, so as a hashtag Brooklyn Beckham, and suddenly it's up on the Brooklyn Beckham fan page. Oh, there you go. Be, be Kevin Boyce would have <laughs> air bashed the shit out of Brooklyn Beckham. <laughs> Mike, welcome. Hey guys, how are you? Yeah, you know Kevin Boyce, mate. <laughs> oh, big Kev, big Kev, yeah, All right, Mike. We're just talking about uh, your family's claim to fame. What, what's yours? Um, great grandfather on my um, father's side. Um, created Santa Claus. It's a hell of a claim to fame. <laughs> what? Most massive claim. Huge claim. Did he work for... Oh, does, isn't the history... Doesn't that date back to Coca-Cola and Coca-Cola yeah, invented? indeed. In the mid-30s, he was seconded to Coca-Cola to um, do some artwork. And um, prior to that, um, <laughs> prior to that, he was... Uh, Santa Claus was about 15, 16 different colours, and um, that's why Santa Claus is red and white. Yeah, because Santa Claus was always a thing. It wasn't it like Coca-Cola said, oh, suddenly there's Santa Claus, but they are, are renowned for creating the image of like what we currently know, right? Correct. And so up until about four years ago, because um, Coke's world headquarters are in, obviously, Atlanta, um, which is where my father lives, um, Coke would turn up every year with a blank check and... Uh, want to buy back the original sketchbooks. 
And every year, the family turned them down. And four years ago, they took them up on the offer. How much did your father make? Uh, my father made two-thirds of bugger all. But my uh, cousin, needless to say, he travels the world playing uh, poker and driving Teslas. Wow. What? So did, mm. you, did, you, did your cousin liaise with the family about selling these drawings or just went, oh, went off? Look, they, they sat in a bloody... Um, um, <laughs> In an air-controlled chamber for many, many years, and um, it was up to him what he did with them because it was his uh, grandfather. But, uh, wow, we yeah, great story, Mike. Appreciate that. Uh, Fleur on 0800 The Edge. Your family's claim to fame, Fleur. Yes, that's right. Uh, my grandfather's uncle was Captain Smith of the Titanic. Wow. True story. I've got photos of him. It's family history, but no one really talks about it. So he's, yeah, he's got a, a sailing career, a couple of blemishes. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not something we uh, tell you. Bit of a shocker up there when Team New Zealand uh, lost America's <laughs> Cup. That's where <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so he was the one that uh, famously carried on in, you know, sailing the top, went down with the ship. That's correct. Wow. Yeah. I mean, well, he had no choice but to go down with the ship. I mean, he couldn't have got off and, and been the only one saved and gone, gee whiz, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know who was yeah. driving that thing. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.